0: Welcome to the Sports Carnage Podcast, presented by Detroit Sports Nation. Featuring Paul Roshan, D. Dylan Bear, and Ryan Griffin, delivering the most arrogant takes on the planet straight to your ears. We don't promise to always be right, but we promise to act like we are. What up, folks? Matt Basson, Paul Roshan, Ryan Griffin, take two of the opening of Sports Carnage. We are kawainin and dinin as the Toronto Raptors have taken down the Milwaukee Bucks in six games to represent the East in the finals. We already knew the Golden State Warriors in the West, Kawhi Leonard back in the finals. And the one thing that Paul said that got ridiculed was that Kawhi was going to end up guarding Giannis. It came to fruition in the final four games, all four wins by the Toronto Raptors. Paul, I know you're dying to gloat. Get it over with.
1: I'm just happy. Like, I'm, I'm really happy. And I'm always happy when I'm right, because why wouldn't I be? It's literally my favorite pastime is being right. But this one is personal, because these guys were so vehemently against everything that we believed in. Your Toronto belief was not as strong as mine as a little wishy-washy, but you had Toronto winning. And I had Toronto winning in six. And Ryan thought it was crazy. He thought Milwaukee was just going to run away with it in five. A gentleman's sweep, as they say. But he was so convinced that he took Dylan, and Dylan went from being on the fence to being full board, Milwaukee in five, Toronto can't possibly beat them, they're not deep enough, their bench sucks, just every... I mean, these guys were so convinced, but the Toronto in six, I feel really good about that, that that came to fruition. But the thing that I love most is what you just mentioned, was Kawhi... On Giannis, and the reason I did is because when when I said it, Dylan acted like it was the dumbest thing that's ever left any of our lips. Like Kawhi just wasn't gonna guard Giannis. Like for some reason, a team using their best defender on the opposing opposing team's best player, like that idea was just absurd. Like why would they possibly do that? And then we saw why they did, because they didn't do it the first two games, and they sucked, and they lost. And then they won all four games when they were like, hey, we should probably do this because Siakam probably kind of can't guard Giannis at all. And they did it. And they won the series in six. I will say, though, and I'll give a little props to the other side. This series was really, really close to going the other way. Toronto drops game three in overtime, and you can forget about all this. Absolutely. So... This, As much as I am thrilled with how it went, I'm really happy with our predictions. I'm really happy that Ryan is going to sit here and tell me why his confidence bubble was bursted like Tom Izzo in March. Jesus Christ, I can't talk.
2: Uh, in April. God,
1: I said, uh, Not March. I, just, we good in March. I just had April. A, a Dan Gilbert. You are good this March. The last three Marches, I don't know about. But I just had a Dan Gilbert, so it's all right. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Quick and loans. Uh, was, he's definitely not dead. He's not dead. Man, so. no, not dead. Yeah. <laughs>
2: he's, listen, never the same man. He's, after he's you come recovering. Back from
1: stroke. Honestly, that, that's another. That's a topic for another day. I was thinking about that. Uh, all well, that he's not. invested in Detroit. If this man does actually, I'm <laughs> gonna die, talk
3: about Well, He's gonna die one day.
1: Well, yeah, but if he dies, he, like he's not they, like dead he yet. So much, so much developments and so much shit going on in Detroit. I mean, his. What's his family gonna do? They're not gonna have the same visions. They're not gonna. Half of them probably are going to want to work. They're going to take those billions and chill on an island somewhere. This man needs to live for a while. Please, God. Uh, but no, I, anyway, I'm, I'm really hyped about Ryan, the finals.
0: Ryan, you were all amped for Milwaukee. Rightfully so. They were playing great. That they was. dismantled the Pistons by 15-plus points each game. After blowing game one, coming out rusty against the Celtics, they dismantled Boston, who had championship aspirations of their own. And... While game one was a comeback, game two was a laugher. They routed Toronto in game two. What did you see? I was all hype. What did you see in the final four games that just turned everything? Aside from uh, the obvious of Kawhi on Giannis, you're putting one of the best defenders in the game on a kid that hasn't proven it yet and is still getting better. But aside from that, all the help that he was supposed to get and did get in certain instances, and it just ended up not being enough.
3: I mean, in a microcosm, obviously, besides Kawhi's brilliance, the biggest other factor of the series, because, of course, again, Kawhi's the biggest, was the help that he got around him, not even from everybody, just kind of from one source in particular. Uh, Fred Van Fleet was money the last three, four games of the series, Uh, so we mentioned in the <laughs> in in the first take that when Giannis and Kawhi were on the floor together it was 445 to 445 throughout the entire series fred van fleet was a plus 40 He's a bench player he came in Oh, what did he shoot 14 of 20 i think it's 14 of 23 14 of 26 and had to cuz Danny like green that couldn't from, shoot from from the three point line uh so yeah fred van fleet went off the last couple games of the series and then the Bucks didn't have anyone that did that which was another main point uh that both of you shared on why toronto was going to win the series so i do want to congratulate you on your accuracy, and this next part, it may sound facetious. I do assure you, though, that there are genuine compliments and adoration uh, when I do say that I am in awe that despite the 82 games of regular season evidence, the two playoff series worth the facts, statistics, advanced statistics, eyeball tests, whatever you want to throw on it, you disregarded that in the name of your conviction. And one of those <laughs> biggest points of contention on our podcast two weeks ago that we did mention was the help that both Toronto and Milwaukee surrounded their superstars with, right? I was adamant that because I had watched the entire season and kept my eye uh, on the numbers to a certain extent, I'm not an analytics guru by any means, uh, but I certainly know where to find those and you know kind of pivot my social media following to reporters and just people basketball journalists if you want to call them that uh, you know they they dish out the numbers like candy and hot or like candy and hot cakes I was gonna say hot takes that's what I had <laughs> when I said the Bucks were gonna win in five um, but unlike both of you gentlemen Paul i was not able to navigate my way through the asteroid field of non-fictional numbers and empirical and analytical data to say that none of that mattered this is how it is the true i'm right regardless i feel it in my gut just roll the ball out and let them play fashion that you gentlemen so expertly hit the nail on the head and what really was a fantastically impressive evidence ignoring prediction that you guys had is absolutely spot on Um, Like I mentioned, the Raptors, the, you say the third best player in the series, Uh, probably fourth, because another thing uh, Paul specifically hit on was Kyle Lowry, and he played pretty well in the series. But really, the fourth best player in the series was uh, Fred Van Fleet, and again, coming off the bench, he was Huge for the Raptors. Even when I think it was Giannis was on the floor and Van Fleet was on the floor, the Raptors were plus is like plus 24, plus 25, something like that. So he had an impact every time that he stepped out on the court, especially in those last four games. And aside from Kawhi. Kawhi Kawhi doing Kawhi. what he needed to do. Yes! Uh, right, Kawhi and Um, But aside from Kawhi doing what he needed to do to limit Giannis on the other end, and even when Kawhi didn't shoot particularly well, he was taking and making the big shots, right, in game six. It was the 0-7 from three, and then he hits the three real late, and then he goes 1-8. of eight. Pretty bad shooting game for him all around, but he stepped up when it mattered, much like in that game seven that they had against uh Against Philadelphia, when he scored 41 points on with 39 shots or something like that, uh, but you don't really mind the the inefficiency if he gets it done when it matters, and that is when you do throw out the numbers, you do throw out the statistics, and you just kind of go see who's who's ready to play ball, you know, in those final two minutes and throughout you know the last four games of the series, um, you know, especially in Game Six when one team needed to win and the other team could still feel you know. I guess kind of good about winning because they had won three of the last four, but you don't want to play game seven on the road. um that's when the Raptors really showed that they were uh you know they' the the cream of the crop in the east um and that they just wanted they wanted more than Milwaukee they knew how to win uh, more than Milwaukee did and that's where at least in my opinion the your prediction really came uh your prediction really you know came to a head
0: for me, it was mouse was and conundrum because I do love being right. But I knew that by me being right, I had to deal with Paul being right, and Paul being right is a pain in the ass. But sometimes you just got to go with your gut. And while I catch think, G- I think while Giannis is a phenomenal upcoming player, I don't think he's that great yet. When his go-to move is driving and making something happen, whether it's a bucket or an assist, and when You don't have a jump shot yet, because he still doesn't really have one. He doesn't have a three-point shot, I mean. Excuse me. Uh, We're talking Ben Simmons doesn't have a jump shot. But Giannis doesn't have have really an outside threat, and Kawhi is. Uh, Both phenomenal defenders. But Kawhi, the experience that he has as a leader of a great team, just being around and involved in championship winning teams, and then the guys around him, I just felt, in my gut, was a better advantage despite what we had seen in those 82 games and what Milwaukee had done. Because now you're in a tight series, and it's matchup versus matchup for multiple games, and who's going to do it better? You believed in Budenholzer, right? Budenholzen, something like that, whatever, former Atlanta coach who won 60-something games before getting bitch slapped by LeBron in the playoffs. Uh, I didn't, I didn't believe in him making the adjustments necessary, mostly because I didn't think he had the pieces to make the adjustments necessary, and he had some great pieces that stepped up and played big, you know, Middleton, for the most part, played pretty damn well in the series, better than I thought he would throughout the series, because I'm used to him disappearing in important moments, Uh, he had some help, in my mind, it just wasn't enough, and that's why my gut told me when I first saw the matchups, just the first thing came to head, I was like, I think Toronto's going to win this one. And so that's what, for me at least, led me away from the intelligence and analytics of
3: the 82-game season. And the playoff series. But, hey, it doesn't matter now. Yep.
1: <laughs> for a hot minute, I every, forgot every, that this everything was a trifecta of being supremely right for me. It was the Kawhi on Giannis. It was the Raps in six. And it was my boy, Kyle Lowry. And talk about another avoiding the analytics Uh, uh, ignoring the numbers, Kyle Lowry, the past two seasons combined, has averaged 15 points a game.
0: In the postseason?
1: No. That's the regular season. It's like Paul was
3: blindfolded playing darts and he just hit three (laughs) balls.
1: Probably actually worse in the postseason because if I recall, Kyle Lowry hasn't had the best postseasons as of late. So that's his regular season numbers. He's only averaged 15 points a game. And I came out here and I knew, I knew, the Kyle Lowry was going to have a big series. And it was in part because uh, the Milwaukee's you. defense is nothing you spectacular. You can't say you knew when the man literally had never done it until this series. Milwaukee's defense was nothing spectacular. They were going to have their hands full with Kawhi. And I really believed in the Raptors. And for the Raptors to do what they did, Lowry was going to have to be solid. And I came on these airways and I said, he's going to average 16 points a game. And then Dylan and Ryan laughed at me so much that we had a little wager on it. So I got the trifecta of being right, and I won a double bet. So this is an absolutely great. This might be actually Ugh. the highest I've been on basketball since the Pistons won in 0-4. I'm pretty lit right now. I'm just, I'm just enjoying every second of this.
0: I, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're riding high. No, actually, I take that back. I'm so not glad you're riding high. I but regardless, I wish Dylan was
1: here. <laughs> I wish.
0: There is, there is a whole city chanting, we the North, and I think it's a lot more than a city. There's a whole country right now chanting, we the North. and All 15 While While they may be the North, on the opposing side of them is the champs. And they've been the champs. Should be non-stop champs since 2015. Can, Can we not, not do this? Not getting this? into
1: that? Can we not? No. You're the champs are coming what? into Bull their... The champs are coming into their... take on, on that final series. And that the... Uh, it's so, it's unbelievable. A, so unbelievable. So unbelievable.
0: It is unbelievable. It is unbelievable that the NBA was so flabbergasted at how bad LeBron and his Cavs were playing that they said, we got to do something. Suspend Draymond. We got to kill this momentum yes, right now. The league was For something like, hey, that wasn't Dray, even suspension-worthy. Hey, you want to suspend grab, him? Do it against grab OKC. this dude's dick. Come on, Dre! grab this he dude. He kicked today. dude in the nuts twice. You can suspend him for that one. Suspend him for pushing LeBron off of him. Anyway, we ain't doing this. We ain't doing this right now. It's not going to happen. The champs are coming on the road to start the finals for the first time in their now five-year streak of representing the West. NBA Steph, record. Clay, Dre, Iggy, making up for the fact that there's no KD, no Boogie, had no trouble whatsoever, with portland coming in confident as all hell did we lose someone the champs are coming in riding a six game winning streak all without kevin durant well five and a half of the games without kevin durant is there any reason to think even without kd that they should not walk out of this series with title number four in five years
3: so I don't think so the the biggest concern that I would have with the Warriors it kind of piles on top of the uh on top of the Kevin Durant injury but it seems like Iguodala is going to play in game 1 but if he's out for a longer period of time too then I think you really have to start worrying because not only is that two of, you know, like your top six guys, that's two of your better defenders. And then, you know, those are two people that, you know, you're hopefully going to throw at. Uh, you know, Kawhi, give them different looks along with Draymond, you know, along with Clay, everything else. But so it's, I mean, it kind of goes back to the... To the Milwaukee argument, I think even without Kevin Durant, because you can safely say he's not going to be there for Game 1. He's traveling for both the games. Maybe if they need him in Game 2, he plays, but I, I still probably wouldn't even bet on that. Um, so, But other than that, if you look at, you know, Steph, Katie, or I'm sorry, Steph, Clay, and Draymond, right there, you have three of the best four players in the series, um, and then you probably give it to a dude like Kyle Lowry. But even then, Like I think Iguodala is probably right, right there. So you're talking about three of the best four, probably four of the best six players in the series. And I don't think their bench is as deep as Toronto's, but their bench has been playing better lately, partly because Kevin Durant has been out. So a couple of those guys like Looney um, have had to step up. I think it's probably a bad idea to play Andrew Bogut big minutes this series, but DeMarcus Cousins is going to come back, and even if they're even if he's not fully in shape, if he can give you 10 to 12 good minutes of like DeMarcus Cousins basketball, that's a big boost as well. Um, and then even a guy, you know, mention Looney uh, again, Bell probably not so much. Sean Livingston has at least been there before, um, and you talked about the championship experience that Toronto had against Milwaukee. Now everyone on Golden State has that experience against just you know the. The two guys that have won a title um, for Toronto and then, you know, a lot of the other guys that they've kind of sprinkled in there, a guy like Serge Ibaka, uh, Marcus Gasol, Western Conference Finals. But all the Warriors players have been here before. I am really interested to see how they'll respond to starting on the road, though, because that isn't something that they've had to do before. Um, But if they take one of the games in Toronto, I think that'll be a, a huge confidence boost, and I think it's something that they definitely can do just because of the way You know, they've been playing, they've had a lot of rest for kind of everybody except KD to get back and ready for game one. So I think they should be pretty, pretty healthy going into um, the series to start. And then really just kind of insert KD when you need him.
1: The next person that mentions the Golden State bench without mentioning my boy Bell is getting slapped. It's disrespectful. I said his name. And ridiculous. What?
3: I said I said his name, he was mentioned. He just didn't pass it. It.
1: I didn't hear it at all. I com- I heard Looney, I heard Iguodala. I heard No Bell. Disrespectful. So,
3: Looney this Bell man, Iguodala, Livingston and DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, and McKinney. I don't think uh I don't think I mentioned him either. Cousins doesn't but come as Ma- well.
1: Cousins is a top.
3: He does count his depth because he's gonna come back in the series.
1: Cousins is a top 20 player in the NBA when he's healthy. So. So, to me, this series all comes down to whether KD plays or not. If KD does not, which he's expected to play, if KD does not play at all this series, Toronto will win this series. I don't want to make any grand proclamations about this series, because the health is just so questionable on Golden State. I don't know who is going to play. I don't know how many games they're going to play. I don't know how effective they're going to be, or if they're going to be slowed down. To me, I thought KD was going to come back a long time ago, and no, they didn't really need him, but... I, I Man, it almost... This situation seems, I don't know, bizarre to me. I don't know how hurt KD is. And it is a strain. It's something that is not concrete. It's something that's day-to-day. It's something that's kind of how you feel. But it's almost felt like KD's just been kind of milking it and chilling and relaxing. Which is crazy, given the stakes. But it is what it is. I don't know what's actually going on. Iguodala, I expect to play... I actually seen somewhere that Cousins might be back for Game 1. That'd be pretty cool for Golden State. Like Ryan said, how many minutes is he going to give you a game? But more importantly is how effective he's going to be. When healthy, DeMarcus Cousins is amazing. I would have actually, as much as I hate Golden State, I would have loved to see them healthy all season just to see how dominant they could have been because DeMarcus Cousins just gets completely forgot about. But while healthy, DeMarcus Cousins arguably Golden State's third best player. So, uh, that's how good Golden State is. Like, they're ridiculously deep, but they're not healthy. Iguodala's banged up. KD's going to miss at least Game 1, if not Game 2 and more than that. So, if Toronto finds a way to win both games at home with no KD, they have a real shot in this series even if KD does come back. I think, as much as I believe in Toronto, it's going to be really hard for them because... Golden State has so many more ways to dissect you than Toronto does. Toronto, it's going to be hard for them to keep pace. What you guys thought was going to happen in the Buck series is what Toronto's going to run into here. The biggest X factor is Kawhi. The last time we seen Kawhi against this team, he looked like he was going to carry the Spurs to a shocking victory. And I know it was super early. I know things changed really quickly, and it was, a super, it was a super small sample size, and to project off that is ridiculous. I get that 100%, but you've just seen what Kawhi did in the series against Milwaukee. You've just seen what he did to Giannis. you just seen what he did to a team that, as Ryan said, looked better all season, looked better in the playoffs. And Kawhi was able to completely turn that, and he is a complete player. And he is even better now than he was back then for the Spurs. And to see what he did to change that, what could have changed that series now, that's your X factor. And that's why if KD doesn't play, I really think Toronto could win the series. But KD is going to play, I would think. I would imagine. And honestly, I As much as we talk, people talk about KD's legacy, and some of you think it's that, some of you don't. If they win this series without KD, it kills KD's legacy, in my opinion. I know that some of you extremely disagree with that, but the thing that could help KD the most, if KD sits out the first two games and Toronto wins them both, and then he comes back and plays well and they win the series, everyone is going to be on KD's dick. Everybody, they're going to be like, KD's the best basketball player in the world. Golden State's not shit without him. This is going to be the narrative. I don't believe that at all, but that's going to be the narrative. I just want to see, all I want, is a good series. A competitive basketball series that goes at least six games. I don't care who's healthy. I don't care who's not. I want to see, for once in the finals, a competitive basketball series.
0: Well, it's interesting you bring up legacy, because I was thinking about that as well. And one person who's been in now five of these starting on Thursday is Steph Curry. And Steph Curry, two-time MVP, first-ever unanimous MVP, never been finals MVP. And his quote-unquote finals legacy is still out there with people like yourself even bad-mouthing a guy who has averaged 27 points per game in the finals, 41% from three. This is a man who had an argument for last year's finals MVP no no Um, he did not
1: don't say that ever again on these he
0: had an he had an argument for the first year's MVP even on the bum ankle that they gave to Igadala. Igadala got it for actually being the one to make LeBron work the hardest for all of his ridiculous points but this is a man who is coming into this series he knows that question is out there about him in the finals averaging 36 points a game on 66 percent shooting that's what he's done since KD went down and this is a man that the Raptors haven't faced yet in their, in their run to the finals. They haven't faced a guard that can do this. They've faced some big men who can do what he can do, kind of. But not anything like Steph Curry. And this is going to be my thing I want to focus on when I'm watching this series is Lowry is a damn good defensive point guard. And he's going to have to make Steph work how much is that going to affect Lowry on the offensive side having to stick with Steph Curry on the defensive side? Because Lowry has played very well in these in these uh, playoffs all the way to this finals. That's going to be exhausting for Toronto's second most important player.
1: I mean, I don't really worry about it so much from that end because it's not like Lowry has to go out and get 30 points a game. It's not like he has to exhaust himself on offense. That's not... Toronto's game that hasn't been his game. And his game, as you said, it is defense. He, he's not going to – it's not going to be a big shift. Is guarding Steph going to be a lot different? Of course it is. And he's going to get torched. Honestly, you you said it best. Like, this is Steph's chance. Steph has played an unbelievable play. – this is his best playoffs. Steph has not had a better playoff run than he's had this year. And he's done it in large part without KD. The closeout games against Houston this entire last series – Steph has been awesome, and he's been contributing, not he, not just scoring, he's been contributing in pretty much every way that you can in a basketball game, besides obviously he has his defensive limitations because he's about the size of me, and he goes against uh, extremely, extremely large NBA players. Not, not easy to play defense, but Steph has played the most complete basketball of his career, in my opinion, this series, this playoff run. They need that Steph. To win this series. Maybe more. Than they need KD coming back. Which sounds crazy. But. All. If you look in the finals. Golden State has struggled immensely. When Steph has not played well. Which is pretty much most of the finals. Outside of. Last year. And Steph. Didn't get the credit. Why? Because KD bowled out of control. KD was the best player in that series. So. This is his opportunity. KD is going to miss at least a game, probably two, and God knows what else because who knows what's going on with KD. And they're going to lean on stuff. They need stuff more than ever. And I don't think Kawhi is going to guard stuff. That would actually surprise me. Although he could. I guess nothing would surprise me. He can guard anybody. And that would be interesting to see. Uh, I would love to see that matchup, to be honest. If you have a guy like Kawhi on stuff, and you put Lowry on Clay Thompson, and KD's not playing. How does the complexion of that game look? I'm putting Clay Thompson's ass on the
0: elbow all day. Right, <laughs> yeah. Klay's Clay,
3: Clay way bigger. <laughs>
0: yeah, way bigger than Kyle, than, than Kyle Lowry.
1: You you I'm want, trusting you want that Thompson, shooting guard. You want Clay Thompson to back him down?
0: No. Oh, no. I want him to do a turnaround jumper at the elbow all day because he'll hit that about 85% of the time he with Lowry guarding
1: stop. him. Stop. He will not. Bet. Bet.
3: Like he's seven inches taller. So what? I would get I would Clay the ball every time if Lowry was guarding him.
1: <laughs> all day. All day. You can settle for those jumpers all you want. I'm, if I'm I Toronto, will. Because if I'm Toronto, as, you can shoot Toronto's got a great those defense, defense those but Golden if State's I'm got a defense Toronto, too. You can shoot as many of those as you want. Have them. I don't care. Why? This, 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 isn't,
0: this isn't the Milwaukee Bucks let you shoot threes all day defense. This is the Golden State Warriors defense.
3: I mean, that's what the Clippers tried with Patrick Beverly and Kevin Durant. It just didn't work. Well, can we not It, 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 it worked for it half, worked half a game. For a minute. <laughs> <All> right, it <laughs> worked done. for half a stop, game. Stop. Listen. And then Kevin Durant know. was like, I can just shoot over this guy every time. You guys oh, know okay.
1: <laughs> how much I love Klay Thompson. Please do not compare Klay Thompson and Kevin Durant. Don't make me do this because I do not like no Kevin Durant. If you're
3: going to put a defender that's seven inches shorter than him.
0: On one of the best shooting guards in it's the not really game. not really
1: that short. Seven inches seems even. like an exaggeration. No, Lowry,
3: nope. Lowry Clay is, six is six seven. Foot. Lowry is six foot.
1: Now, I didn't know there's that, but Clay Thompson is not going to shoot over him at an absurd clip. It's not going to happen. Bet I, I would if I'm Lowry, or I'm sorry, if I'm Toronto, Lowry Toronto, regardless. I would let that happen all day. Like if that's what, if you're limiting Golden State to those mid range shots over a guy, take them all day. i he'll shoot threes over him too. Like this man can't right. jump. And like then he's what happens, stay when, what, what happens when Kevin out. Durant comes back? Who do you put Kawhi on then? Well, then obviously he's going to be on KD. Of course. I and mean, that's not even a question. Oh, but okay. I, th- I was talking just just when Kevin Durant's out because I don't think Toronto cannot win this series with Kevin Durant playing. Their only hope is Kevin Durant sits the first two and they win both of them and then Golden State is playing catch-up and they, steal, they still have to steal on Golden State. they got to go up 3-1. They oh. have to go up 3-1.
3: I think, he, I think he will sit out the first two. But I think Golden State's also going to win game one. So it might not matter, and that might be why so he sits a, out the first two games. And that's
1: the thing. It's a complete wild card.
3: But the thing for, like, Lowry on defense is – I mean, he's a good defender anyway. But guarding, say, like Eric Bledsoe we guarded last series, or guarding Steph Curry is completely different because Steph's constantly moving, and Eric Bledsoe is not doing that. So not that he won't be able to keep up with him, but it will take some – it will take some gas out of the tank, not only of course for later in the game, but on the offensive end, where obviously you don't, you hope he doesn't have to do that much. But last series, uh, at least offensively, uh, he carried uh, or he, he performed pretty well, and a lot of it was a lot of it was needed. Not everything, of course, but you know it was definitely a boost in that series. And if they don't get offense like that from Kyle Lowry in this series, I don't think they're going to. Win. You need everybody to play, except really Kawhi, because he's played outstanding. But you really need everybody else if you're going to win this series to play better than they have played, even if they were already playing better than they had previously played. You need them to take it up even another level. And if you're guarding Steph on defense, I I don't know that you can do that uh on offense unless you're like a super high caliber player, which I don't think Lowry is. But again, he played better than expected. Uh, Last season, and I know the the question at least on paper was about Steph's Finals legacy. Obviously, if he wins this Finals MVP, and that would go with the championship, all that gets of course laid to rest by the national media. Uh, I agree with that. I think he should have won the first one. I wouldn't have given him last year. I could see how you kind of had an argument. He almost averaged a triple double, but I still would have given it to KD. Uh, the first year. I oh yeah, no, no, I wasn't saying he should up. have won
0: it. I said there was an argument to be made for it because he was very important. He had literally one god awful game, and that killed all of his chances. Because if he has a decent game in that one, he probably has a higher points per game average than KD does in the finals. And while KD did everything else better, that might have swung it in Curry's favor.
3: With Katie already having one. Yeah, his whole, too, so his whole finals, like, failures thing
1: is just is, – is The man averaged anyway.
0: 27 points a they're, game in the finals, and he's a failure,
1: be, they're saying. They're going to be dying to give him the MVP. If he plays anywhere in the realm of the actual best player in the series, he's getting it, period. Unless Toronto wins, of course, and then Kawhi will get it.
3: Sizzling hot take. <laughs> well,
1: that's why I said of so, course. I, wasn't, I mean, obviously –
0: you mentioned two Toronto. You, you mentioned Toronto needing all that help, and obviously with with Lowry, you know, is he going to be able to offer that offensively with Garden? Yes, yeah, yeah. You, you need my more
3: help than you got against Milwaukee.
0: Right. Two guys who did who have disappeared are Pascal Siakam, who was playing great coming into the Eastern Conference Finals, and Danny Green, who is in the midst of a six for thirty two slump, and he's lucky Fred Van Vliet decided to save his ass. These guys have not stepped up as of late. Siakam a little more than than Danny Green. But Danny Green, we have seen this. He picks his moments. He'll suck for days on end and then have a huge game and help you win a championship. The Spurs know it. But those are two big names out of a very good... This is, this is a very good defensive team by Toronto. Probably the best defensive team that Golden State has faced on their way to championships over these last so many years. But offensively, a couple big names like that that are not consistent right now—you I mean, got to be a little worried up north.
1: I mean, doesn't that mean Greens do? Uh, Danny maybe? Green.
3: You, you would think you would think he would, uh, you know, go back to the median, but then you kind of would think so at Van Fleet. So they Danny might just Green meet right there
1: in the middle again. Danny shot a ridiculous forty-three percent in the regular season. He was fourth in the entire NBA. That he was yeah, stupid good. Yeah, but we've seen him disappear in playoffs
0: D- before. The playoffs are a different be, animal. The stress is different. Not everyone reacts be, correctly.
1: I would be shocked if he did not shoot at least thirty-seven percent in this series
3: from three. So, yeah. I mean, the thing with this series is your Clay Thompson's probably going to be guarding him because Steph's not going to have to he's work a lot on a defense. Single. I'm
1: sorry, I ta- he's um, not going to make a single shot. Actually, I take that. Back. Right,
3: like you know, one of one of those revolving door of either KD probably won't get a lot of time on him, uh, but Draymond and Play specifically, just depending on kind of who they want to throw at. Uh, I mean, who they want to throw maybe. at Kawhi. They, they might, they might be doubling and tripling Kawhi. <laughs> eh,
0: eh. I mean, clay, Clay's clay got to be a guy you're going to put on Kawhi at certain times, and obviously so is Draymond.
3: Like, they, I don't know, I think they'll just let him eat. It's kind of like they did to the, the Harden. <laughs> like, if you get yours, we can shut down the PJ Tuckers, we can shut down. You know, Gerald Green, uh, kind of whoever else they had on the floor, you know, and just let Kawhi go get his 35 and 40. Because we saw even Kawhi getting 35 and 40. They still were taken to seven games by Philly. Uh, and Kawhi played great, really, that entire series. But there's a formula to beat them. It's just the Bucks or the Sixers weren't able to do it. But if you let Kawhi eat and you limit the other guys – you know the offense becomes pretty stagnant. They're going to be pretty good defensively, but with the firepower that Golden State has on offense, uh, I don't think there's I don't think there's a whole lot of matching it there if you're not getting kind of every other guy involved like they were. You know, even last series. But if you just let Kawhi go for 38, 40 points. Um, you know, if you make them work a little bit tougher for it because you have a guy like Draymond or Clay or even KD on him and he shoots forty-five, forty-eight percent. If you can limit the other guys, then I think that uh, then I think you kind of have a pretty easy series on your hand. I mean, it's what they did to, and they're different players, different type of players. but it's what they've done to LeBron for you know the last two years is, hey, you're gonna average a triple-double in the finals. That's fine, but we're gonna make sure nobody else, you know, helps you. We're going to let J.R. Smith run out the clock, right? We're going to let George Hill miss free throws. We're going to let all these other guys try and beat us because we know they can't. Uh, and their Toronto's supporting cast is better than the Cavs was last year, but I don't know. It's just still, it still seems like it's a pretty easy strategy for them to going into it to say, hey, here's what worked in the last finals with, you know, a a player that was better than Kawhi, right, 2017, 2018, uh, LeBron, I mean even 2016, it's just the difference is obviously LeBron had Kyrie instead of, you know, not, (laughs) Um, and then 2015 too where LeBron took over, but his, his roster was just so undermanned. Um, so that's kind of been the f- formula for them before. It's not we have to limit the superstar. It's we're going to limit everybody else around the superstar because we know we have, you know, at least two superstars of our own and then two fantastic players in Clay and Draymond. Just kind of let the oh. <laughs> let it take over you.
0: See, this is why it should be interesting because Toronto's pieces around their superstar, I think, are better than the Cavs' pieces as a whole were around LeBron last year for sure. You know, you've got a trusted very damn good big man in Marcus gasol i'm interested to see how he's used in this series you know you have a, a a very good regular season point guard who's starting to show that he can do it in the postseason as well the defensive side on both these teams they're you know they both you know golden state warriors what gets lost in their amazing offense is that they have been a very good defensive team throughout this run as well and toronto you know what they've been able to show in these playoffs is you know they're a damn good defensive team too and they have some big men that they can throw at Golden State. And you, Paul, you brought up Bell, and you know wanted to talk more about him. I think here's his chance because I think you're going to need a guy like Bell to come in and spell the other guys and body up Gasol a little bit and try and make Gasol work for things a little more.
3: I mean, one thing you might see Toronto too do, you know, too I should say, is go a little bit bigger. You know they could have Abaka, Gasol, and uh, Siakam on the floor all at the same time. I don't know how much offense you're going to get from that, but I think it's you know at least worth a try. If Golden you get a bunch States... of
0: rebounds, offensive put <laughs> right. putbacks. See, well, I yeah, think, yeah. yeah think... One
3: thing you get is the death lineup off the floor, or the Hampton five or whatever, because you can't play Draymond on you know Marcus. All that's when you're going to have to bring in Bogut. That's when you're going to have to play Looney probably. See, I actually you want disagree. to and even DeMarcus Cousins if you're uh, if you're a little bit bigger. I'd experiment with it. I wouldn't go for it the whole I, I way. I because think I think you got it. a lot of defensive limitations there. Um, but to just kind of throw throw a monkey wrench in what Golden State was trying to do. You got to do if something. You get, <laughs> if you can get eight to ten productive minutes just by like, crashing the boards um, and putting it back and maybe outscoring by six or eight when those guys are on the floor and then send them back to the bench, um, I think it's something that's worth trying. I don't know if it'll work, but it's interesting. It's what uh, Memphis used to do a lot before, but that was before Golden State was you know full power.
1: See, I actually think the complete opposite. I, I think if they do that, Golden State small ball lineup will run them off the court. I don't think they'll be able to compete. I mean, they're not going to be able to move with them. Golden State will have so many open shots, and you go over to the other end, it, pack the post. I these guys aren't shooting. I I don't I don't think I think that's like, a who are you saying pack the post? Golden <laughs> I State. Know which team you're talking about Golden State. Um, play defense. Pack the pack the paint and. Box out. I mean, that's all you have to do, and they're gonna—they'll run them off the court on the other end of the floor. I don't—I think that's—I think that's a recipe for disaster. I—I I wouldn't. I mean, you I could mean, try can't really it. pack
3: the paint because Gasol and Ibaka can both shoot, and Siakam a little bit. But uh, yeah,
1: I was. I say, mean, there's uh, there's threats if you're just going to
3: stand down in the paint. A
1: little bit.
0: But I all I'm these guys—they had you know there's rebounding galore with that kind of lineup. I mean, Kawhi alone, Kawhi's you know. The difference with him and Harden, you know, let Harden go off fine. He's going to get a bunch of points and not much else. Kawhi Leonard goes off. He's going to end up having 17 rebounds to go along with his 30-something points. That's a lot of other opportunities that he's going to be able to give to himself or his teammates. And then you throw Gasol in there. You throw Serge Ibaka in there. You throw Pascal Siakam in there. These are all guys that can get second-chance opportunities for Toronto, and they're going to need all these second-chance opportunities, I think, anyway, because I think that even without KD, that the play is still on Golden
3: State to win this series. I don't know if it'll work, but I think you have to at least try it. At
0: least to mix it up a little. Yeah, I'm not saying do it for the game. You're crazy. Absolutely not. But to give certain guys spells, you know, let them get a little bit of breather, let Lowry get that breather. You know, Van Vliet might be out there a lot just to give, you know, Lowry some spells as far as guarding Steph. Uh, Throw another body at him at least so that it's not all on Lowry. But... There's some we got interesting matchups here and you know and, and an interesting series finally not the same two teams at least in the finals for the first time in these 5 years. One of them still there for the first time since the Celtics went to like 10 straight in the 60s. I mean it's just a, it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing what this Golden State team has become over these 5 years from shocking everybody in 2015 because that was supposed to be the Clippers, I think. That was the year that, you know, CP3 and and Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan and all that was supposed to, this was, but was that the year that they beat um, San Antonio? Wasn't it 2015 yeah, in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, that was it. That was their moment. Yeah, they got Chris past Paul's San Antonio. This is seven. their championship. And then Golden State just ran them out the gym and ran their way to a title, the first one since the 70s, and they haven't looked back. And, it, you know, you can hate them if you want. I love, I enjoy that. I absolutely enjoy the way they play basketball. The threes are a bit much, there's so many of them, but they have the shooters to do it and they can absolutely do it. But they changed the game as far as a fast break being a layup, like the days of Showtime, to a fast break being an open three-point shot, even if there's nobody there to get an offensive rebound. But they've made it work and have looked fantastic doing it, even before KD joined them. That's what you're seeing without KD. You're seeing that old style. I say old now because it's been five years, four years. But that was the style that Golden State played with and won with. It was move, move, move. Move that ball around. The ball doesn't touch the ground. It's pass, 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 open shot. And it is entertaining as all hell. They are not better without KD. I think they're a little more enjoyable to watch without KD in that sense. But KD is that insurance policy that, okay... We need a guy who needs to go get a bucket. There's Kevin Durant right there. I'm giving the ball to KD.
1: I mean, it's just ridiculous. The people that say they're better without KD, I mean, that's just ludicrous. No, but they are a much different team. They are more enjoyable yeah. to watch. And what they do have is they have better flow. They play better together. So the, the sum of their parts is a lot greater without KD. And what I mean by that is you get more per player out of the yeah, team. Yeah,
0: strength in numbers. With where it came KD. from.
1: With KD, though, I mean, you're, he's the second best basketball player on the planet. He can do it on both ends when he wants to. He's a seven-footer that can shoot anywhere on the court. He's, he can play in the post, block shots, steal the ball from him. He does it all. He's just a fantastic ball player. To add a guy like that to a team that's already absurdly good and then try to say that they're better without him, I, you just – you should never talk basketball. Just stop. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And I've heard – Respective people say it. It's just the dumbest. It's it's hot take artistry, or it's just from a place of complete ignorance. Uh, Mostly, I think it's hot take artistry, and just people don't like Golden State or don't like KD. But I mean, it is what it is. People are always going to say stupid things.
3: It's because they keep winning. Are they thirty and one without Kevin Durant or something? Or when Steph Steph plays and KD doesn't? Yeah, when Steph plays and Kevin Durant doesn't,
1: they're thirty and and one. Well, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Numbers wise, of win games. losses, Steph's apparently the most Katie important. Because KD is the third most important player on that team. But that doesn't mean he's not the best player. And that's what people get confused.
3: Yeah, he's the best player, but I'm saying, so the reason they say that is because Golden State doesn't lose when, you know, in those kind of small sample sizes that they've had,
2: it's not they that just small don't lose. They just keep winning. 30, 30
1: some games is not a small sample size. And I, even the playoffs, I mean, they absolutely ran Houston without him.
0: Yeah, but Houston's mentally weak. We've seen that. They are. Like shame like shame on Houston for letting that happen. Like how like like you're gonna give them everything they can handle when KD's on the floor, but as soon as KD goes down, you get mentally soft. They
1: they are they are anymore. what KC, OKC used to be. They're the new OKC. Hmm.
0: It's like it follows James Harden around.
1: Well hold
2: on. Uh, uh, OKC
3: made the finals.
1: <laughs> and got swept.
3: They did not get swept. They won. No, they one lost game. in five.
1: Literally, because of the piss
3: poor officiating. No,
1: literally, is no difference. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You I, I, in four I'll games tell you what. I game.
3: think it was uh, game two though. They slapped the shit out of Kevin Durant's hand. They didn't get a call. <laughs> Would have been up two zero. Would have changed the whole series. Mm, I think it was. I think it was. Miami Batty did win four straight. Didn't they? Someone. They went to four straight, but they won two of them. No, I said Miami won oh, four in straight. the series. Like in the series? Yeah, they... yeah. I'm pretty sure OKC won game one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. game two, Kevin Rand got fouled the like shit out
1: suit. of him. <laughs> Felt like a sweet
0: But. And they never got it back to OKC because they couldn't win a game in. Yeah, they had the better record, right? Mm hmm. Yeah, so they couldn't get it back to OKC. Miami home. two three to care two. two, three,
3: two. I'm so glad they don't do that anymore.
1: I'm glad because it preserves the Pistons being the only team to ever win the middle three.
3: On the road, did, you mean?
1: They did it twice. What?
3: You mean uh, on the middle three on the, on the road. Didn't the they win the, ch- the, the
1: championship games. in? When they won in 4 they won the first game, the Lakers won the second game, and then they won the three that they had at home. They won all three in a row. And they're the only team to ever do that. They did it twice. The other time they did it was when they were the Fort Wayne Pistons. Oh,
3: I thought, I thought they won in L.A.
0: No. They did. The first game. They won the yeah, first, the first game, game in L.A.
1: No, I
3: meant I thought
1: they won. No, that. they we we called, called.
0: on oh, no. yeah, oh, no. oh no! Oh,
1: no. Oh, no. It was on home court. It was wonderful. 100-87, to 87, game five at the Palace. Gotcha. And Matt's like, I win no matter what. I root for both of these teams like a criminal.
0: <laughs> you damn right, but I was damn happy that my Pistons got their third one. My Lakers had won plenty leading up to that point. I need my other boys to get one.
1: The Lakers or the Pistons should have five minimum. Like it's, oh, it still upsets me. But we're moving on. Pistons <laughs> aren't Pistons aren't worth talking about right now.
0: All right, so the Warriors are on five year streak, but there is a thirty-five year streak six going seconds. on right now. Is it it's six? Thirty-six
3: now, yeah.
0: Is it thirty-six?
3: Well, well, when Danny. Green I
0: mean, it depends on how you more, look at it because it starts in nineteen eighty-four. What do you mean? And it depends on how you look at it. Well,
1: the 1984, 1984
0: four one. to 2019 is 35. Six. It's
1: 36.
0: Oh, you starting at zero?
1: No, there's. <laughs> I know you guys are bad at math. So there's 35 years separating them. But the Not first the point. The first year counts, so it's 36. If you don't know
0: what we're talking about, Shaquille O'Neal, who started his career in 1993 with the Orlando Magic, has a streak that has begun before he ever stepped foot in, well, actually the second he stepped foot in the NBA. A teammate of his has been in the finals every single year since 1984, and thanks to Toronto and especially Danny Green making it this year, that streak is continuing from 1984 to 2019. Shaquille O'Neal has a teammate that is playing in the NBA Finals. And most of them end up winning the Finals
3: as well. I mean, except LeBron the last couple of years. Yeah, last few years.
1: It's Danny Green this year, right? But
3: I mean, Danny that's Green this year. Yeah, Danny Green this year. He played, His rookie they were, year was they were, with the they Cavs. They played together
0: on the Cavs, 09-2010. It's
1: because Shaq was a whore.
0: No, Shaq was not a whore. He became one at the end.
1: Doesn't matter when you become a whore. Just a
0: weird little bounce around after Miami from Phoenix to Cleveland to Boston.
3: Well, I mean, obviously, he played with Kobe and played with LeBron, so that's most of the finals right there. And then yep. he himself was, of course, in the finals. He played with uh, like Robert Ory on those Spurs teams. I think he played with Dennis Rodman too for one of those. Yeah, Horace Grant. So yeah, he's got a yep, he's Dennis got nice, Rodman for one of
0: those. He's got John nice Sally, who gets forgotten.
3: <laughs> his uh, so who the his hell his is next John Sally? What? what?
0: You can't talk kidding. basketball anymore. You can't claim the but, Pistons anymore. You don't know who John Sally is.
1: So no, you are not allowed to reach that far back. This is oh, you are allowed podcast.
0: to reach that far. Back. We're talking you about something that's than 1984. I can reach who John that far Sally back. Is?
1: We have children that listen to this podcast. You
0: don't know who. Do you really not Sally not know who
1: John Sally is? is? No, I know who he is, but
0: that's not the well, point. Then why are you saying stupid? No, I said no, you are not you allowed to reach that far back. you can say who the hell back. is Linton I mean, we Johnson. Have, we have who is apparently on this list. Who's was the
1: president? Uh...
0: <laughs> Who is Linton Johnson? Oh Linton. 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 That, L-I-N-T-O-N. that I, that played I actually in don't two, know. 2005 I've, finals I've never heard that for name. For the Spurs, my life. I guess. I've
1: legitimately never heard that name in my life. Yeah, me either. I, Ryan? so my my big nope. takeaway about nope. this <laughs>
0: stat. That
3: was the team that beat the Pistons. it sounds
1: like. Yep. <laughs> that stat is like some fun uh, bar talk. What is the like what is the point? What does it mean? It doesn't mean anything. I don't know, but the
3: but the next candidate, if you will, besides anyone that's on the team now, Jeff Green. They played together in Boston. Jeff Green, an NBA vet. His contract's up after this year with the Wizards. You assume he's probably going to go chase a ring on some type of vet minimum deal. If he makes his way to Golden State next year, we could be looking at 37 years.
0: Hey, how are you going to ignore my boy Rondo?
3: Rondo? Rondo too, but I think he's going back <laughs> to L.A. <laughs> And then who? Oh, a, a sneaky contender, except he's under contract, is uh, Avery Bradley. They played together on that uh, Wait, on what? that Celtics oh. team too.
0: <laughs> Wrong, Avery. I was like, what? Wasn't he coaching Even Alabama? Man,
3: Avery Johnson. <laughs>
1: oh no.
3: Shit, Shaq might have played with him.
1: Yeah, but he ain't playing how no far
3: more. His, uh See how far his, his streak goes back. Does it count? But Does
1: it count if they become a coach?
3: But Avery Bradley on the no, uh, on the Grizzlies point. right now, but his contract ends next year, or after next year, so he might be right. a trade bait at the deadline.
0: Oh yeah, backup point guard for a championship-contending
1: squad, absolutely.
3: Mm-hmm. So are we so just some, some Lakers, names to keep an eye on.
1: Lakers aren't going next year.
0: No, oh, definitely not. The Rob Polinkas are going nowhere next year.
1: The Until Rob LeBron Lowe's, the fake LeBron Rob LeBron Lowe's, the fake Rob Lowe's are going nowhere next year. I I cannot legitimately. The first time I saw Rob Polinka, I thought he was Rob Lowe. And I was like, I didn't know Rob Lowe was a Lakers fan. And then a graphic came up on the TV. Okay. And it was like, Lakers okay. A, no Rob Lowe
0: is a Lakers fan. <laughs> he was there through like Magic Showtime period at the end of it and stuff. Was, he Do was you know how old I
1: was when Magic Showtime period was? You weren't. <laughs> you <laughs> exactly.
0: Weren't. There was no how old you were because you weren't.
1: Exactly.
3: No, Rob Plinka spoke to Rob Lowe the other day. Just take his <laughs> yeah. word for it.
1: <laughs> oh, doing this man dirty smear talk campaign. Talking Ronald Reagan too. Magic smear mm-hmm. campaign. Ridiculous. How, how
3: you gonna How you gonna lie to the Rock? But mad, so me... we do
1: not know that that was a lie. Like I, I honestly. We do
3: know. Did, did, did you yes, read the story? It said right after. Like this is huh? uh, no nobody's familiar with that arrangement or that dinner.
0: There is no screening of that movie for Kobe Bryant to it's see not, early enough you, you where Heath Ledger is still alive. Months.
3: You clearly did Heath not. Ledger died what I six said to months it.
0: before. You, <laughs> there was no screening of that clearly, for clearly, for six months before it. It wasn't made yet.
1: You clearly right? Were they not, not even put done, done made the made movie you. yet? So his Heath Ledger's films, or I'm sorry, Heath Ledger stopped filming long before that. Like his scenes were done, and they released a select. Portion of the movie in a special viewing thing before that Knicks game. Like this is possible. We do not He's know that this is a lie. It is, no. it is plausible, and that no. is a Rob really Polinka specific, is full of absurd crap. thing to make up. Kobe has never come out and denied yeah. it. That is, you would think that Kobe would say would be like, "Hey, man, that never happened." Until Come on, Kobe like, comes care?
2: out, <laughs> like, why doesn't care about that? Until Kobe
1: comes out, why doesn't he care? Because his franchise is falling apart, and he needs to do something. This is not he, his
3: franchise. Did you hear? not hear Stephen A. today? He's like, Kobe doesn't want shit to do with that nonsense. You don't he's want anything girls. He's embarrassed
1: by it. He's completely embarrassed he by it. He absolutely is embarrassed by it. He's like, I cannot believe what has happened to this beloved team. No, it, nope. until Rob he comes out and says Kurt Kurt it didn't happen, I right, Roblo Roblo probably is a lying sack of shit, and he's not a good GM. But I don't think in that instance I don't think he lied. I doubt it. Like I would be shocked because it's just such an absurd, especially in a public forum like that. Just such a ridiculous thing to lie about. Like the the thing that came out about Luke Walton. Like but, I get why you lie there. I understand that. It's You're, it's
3: not so. It's a ridiculous thing to lie about, but it's not a ridiculous lie to tell because he was talking to his team, and he will Well, and obviously the Rock but he wanted his team to show them you know how f- focused this player that they idolized were he just picked a, a bad lie to do it with i'm
0: going to i'm going to reinforce that mamba mentality And I wanted to reference something that they all knew which was
3: no he's Ledger's evidence, joker in the dark no knight no evidence that it is a lie dark Knight Rises. except all no, the evidence in the world the fact that he led was yeah, alive
0: plenty of evidence it's a lie
1: there's there's none like it's it's very possible there was a screening of no. A big part of Heath
0: Ledger's no. performance. Not six. No, not over six months before the movie. Yes, not chance. I posted. Read the link I posted. It doesn't make it true.
1: What do you mean it? It's a fact. What do you mean it doesn't make it true? It's literal no. fact.
3: It's all hearsay.
1: It's not hearsay.
3: Hearsay could, is. And Kobe need to be focused no, to beat the Knicks. That's all story. Hearsay is
1: Dylan saying Robert Kraft is running a sex ring and then not saying a peep months later when it comes out that there actually was. No now that that's sex ring more there. fact
3: than what Rob Balinka was saying.
1: Do we we never grilled Dylan on that. I which I'm mad. I missed that. They came out and they said, Oh yeah, there was no sex trafficking here at all. I want Dylan needs to apologize to Robert Kraft. I want public. But we'll revisit that on a podcast in the future. I just
3: <laughs> remember Kraft. Act- actually to here. Just, yeah, trying I know to destroy the video got like a that.
1: Million wonderful- he didn't have to destroy it. It wasn't admissible in court. <laughs> A million wonderful NBA things to talk about, but I'm getting I need a little bit...
3: I need bit, TMZ to throw that in.
1: A little bit basketballed out here, and I'd be remiss. We have to talk a little bit of NFL. We can take it any direction you guys want. NFL? got the to hell get, we have to talk NFL? Stop. We have to no. get a little bit of NFL in today because no. we are... You want to get NHL and in, know. I understand.
0: They're in the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> NFL?
1: You're crazy. We are 100 days away from... The don't beginning care. of the 100th NFL season.
0: Ryan, was this in Who show cares? prep? I didn't see this in show prep. Nope.
1: Nope.
2: nope.
1: Come on. I don't think anyone got oh, signed. Got nothing for you. I don't you, think man. anyone
2: got cut.
3: No storylines. <sighs> nope. Got nothing. I mean Baker Mayfield and, uh, and Odell Beckham Jr. Yo, that Colin Cowherd. We talked heard so like much basketball ago. lately.
0: There's a reason they're in the right. finals, think, think as is going on. hockey. They're in the finals. It's worth talking. No one gives a crap that it's over three months away from the start of the NFL season.
3: All right. The One thing happening is Jelani Tavai is so out here butchering quotes, but? talking about lions don't lose, sheep, don't lose sleep over the opinions of goat. Bring
1: us into hockey for a Who
2: second
0: so says we can that? Talk? Wait, did you say lions don't lose sheep over the opinions of goat?
3: That's what Jelani Tavai said. Apparently they don't teach you <laughs> regular <laughs> English down there in Hawaii. Jesus. I uh, hope he reads a
0: playbook better. <laughs> Lions don't lose sheep over the opinions of goats. Oh, that's good.
1: Goats. That was such a bad, oh my, I saw that quote and I was like, no. <laughs> like, goat is like the most respected thing in sports. Like, you cannot use that term.
3: Opinions of goats. What a guy. Mr.
0: Please Dubai.
1: introduce us into hockey so we can pretend to care. No, no, no,
0: you want to talk gridiron. What did you want to say about it being 100 days away from the NFL? Nope. <laughs> Hurt
1: my
2: feelings. We've
0: moved on. Aw. You ain't got nothing to say in the Stanley Cup Finals anyway. The Bruins are up one nothing. fell behind 2-0 What's in Game the, 1 the, to the St. Louis Blues, I, stormed back with four straight goals to take Game 1, the hottest team in the postseason right now, and they're still rolling as they take Game right. 1 of the Stanley Cup Finals and could be helping Boston do something... That we haven't seen since expansion of all of these leagues. A city owning three of the four major titles if the Boston Bruins win the Stanley Cup.
3: What about that Brad Marchand? Four shots on goal.
0: <laughs> but that T- Tory Krug helmetless hit. So I don't know if Ryan just made that up. Back. Because... Yep, that
1: too. I don't... I don't know if he... Actually saw that somewhere because I know Ryan didn't watch the game. My problem with the NHL, not the NHL, the Stanley Cup Final is I don't like either of these teams. This is the le- and this is just flat out the least interesting final there's been in just so many years. Like I don't even have a real rooting interest. I do and not you say like, that
0: St. Louis is starving I, for a championship.
1: I hate St. Louis. St. Louis can <laughs> and die. And
3: Every their uniforms business. are way better.
1: Chris Pronger their wore football that team uniform. Left. Chris Pronger wore that uniform. He tried to murder the captain after the captain was just coming back. I don't care. The whole city of St. Louis can burn to the ground. It's a complete pile of trash anyways. But the Blues (laughs) especially are just utter garbage. I mean, you guys couldn't even keep a football team. Now you want a Stanley Cup? Damn.
0: This man hates St. Louis. Yeah,
1: no, St. Louis can burn. I don't give a shit. What's your problem
0: with the Boston Bruins? The
1: problem with the Bruins is the Bruins. They're the freaking Bruins, man. If you employ, I can't even think of his name. Oh, my God. The Six at best nine. third
0: favorite team of the city.
1: Six foot nine pile of trash, only wants to hurt people. Um, Zdeno Chara. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Chara. You have a hey, guy we'll like that on your team. Let this guy talk hockey. You have a guy like that on your team. You're not allowed to win a cup. So now He's we have he won a cup. we have the fighting right. Chara <laughs> against the Chris Prongers. I want both of these teams to burn. The only reason I'll lean Boston in this series is is it would be kind of cool. Boston is the best sports city in America. But everyone hates them. And I understand why they hate them. I join in on that a lot. Like, the Red Sox. God dang, do I not like the Red Sox. But...
0: As long as it's not Tom Brady. They
1: really are. You'll hate. And I I don't think it's anywhere, even just remotely close. Boston is, so far and away, the best sports city in the country.
0: Yeah, your better argument is who's number two.
1: They... (laughs) They need to get some credit for it. And this is and people hate them so much, they just don't. And the, to have three of the four, and the Celtics were in it. It's not like the Celtics had a bad season. To have all of your major sports teams playing at that high of a level, that's pretty cool. No matter how much you dislike a city or a team, that's pretty cool. So that's the only like even shred of rooting interest I have. But this is just like an uninteresting series to me. And I don't think these aren't the two best teams in hockey either. So that also bothers me. It's it's just. I mean, the Bruins have been
0: one of the best teams in hockey. It's I not the Bruins' fault that both number one seeds went down in the first round. I mean, Tampa Bay, Calgary. I'm looking at. you. I still
1: think Vegas should have been here. I think I. I absolutely not, agree. Not Vegas I got think. Not I think. We all know that they got just. Well, absolutely they got hosed against hosed. San Jose. They just got absolutely. They probably brutalized. beat
0: Colorado. Actually, I don't even know if they face Colorado. It changes all the matchups. It changes everything. Vegas goes on.
1: NHL's weird, but...
0: Who knows who we are right uh, now? I, at least I on the West. I think Vegas
1: should have been here. And this and that would have been, I think, a much better series. But we'll see. I mean, the Blues have been hot and lucky. So, uh, we'll see what happens. But it's just... Uh, I just... It's just so... It, it, compared to the past couple years, you've had teams like Vegas in the final in their first series ever. You got the Capitals finally getting there after how long, having... And the Blues one the haven't won a cup in league history. No one cares about St. Louis. They're garbage. <laughs> okay, they don't count. They're trash. They don't deserve a cup. They don't deserve to be here. They haven't been here since like the seventies. And God dang, we're just gonna allow hand There's goals. There's no excitement like, for it. Jesus.
3: Garbage. Yeah, get my goalie some help. My man faced 37 shots compared to 20.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, that gets me thinking a, though. It's, it's what is life. the
0: second best sports city in America right now? Who has that claim right now? Yeah, like over these last, you know. Well,
1: that I mean, that gets into semantics of what decade. you consider the the best. Well, is no, because well, no, Boston's or...
0: been the best in the last decade. But is it there's just no argument. Or Boston? Boston does it yeah.
1: incorporate other things?
0: Well, I mean, it's got to incorporate. You know, look, if you only have, you know, look, there's only few cities that have more than one sports team. But I would say, yeah, over success of the four major sports leagues, who's the second best? I mean,
3: San Francisco has a lot of championships. They got what well, kind three? Of. Three mean, from the Warriors, and then technically they the Warriors have? play well, in Oakland, yeah, yeah, and the they have Warriors, what two from no, uh two from the Giants. Do, do you, you put them the together or do would you
0: put Warriors the a- see, put A's? put the in the Warriors. No, they don't. They're Oakland. Yeah, but you could just say the Bay Area, and you cover your bases as That's far not as the size city. of a city. That's not
1: a city, though. You can't. Nah, you can't do that.
0: See, it's tough for that because the Warriors are the Bay Area's basketball team, so they do count for San Francisco on that point, but they play in Oakland, so do you count the A's who haven't done dick, or do you count the Giants who have?
3: And then the
1: Niners went to a Super Bowl?
0: The I mean, went who's, to a Super Bowl. Who, who's the Raiders even in contention done
1: dick. for this? I mean, Detroit is one of the shining examples, except all of our teams are complete trash. So obviously they're not here. Yeah. And
3: they've been trash for 10 years except the Tigers. <laughs>
0: Yeah, see, but if you go from like, I don't know, two thousand four to two thousand thirteen, you know, Detroit had a nice little run there between basketball, hockey, and baseball. You're never, you're never going to get a Dick in the well, football. Even the, even the football the team had
1: some good years. <laughs> Especially if you expand to fourteen, they never won a playoff cool. game, but they had some. You do They were watchable.
0: <laughs> Didn't win a playoff game. They were you don't watchable. Get, it doesn't count for success.
1: They were watchable, which is more than I could say for a lot. But I, I mean, how many cities are even on this list? LA would I mean, be, except didn't they've the, been. Did the
3: Blackhawks win a couple? Well, no, the but Cubs the Kings. Won, won.
1: Actually, I, I, I think LA would have to be number two almost. I don't know how. But they have so many teams, it's like cheating. What do you mean you don't know how? They have the Dodgers. They have. Who you,
0: haven't Who haven't won a championship? But they've
1: been right there. They've been great. They've been great. They've been. They've had. Mm-hmm. The, they have had. You the have Tigers Kings run. who won. So a the cup? Dodgers have had the Tigers run when the Tigers were really good. The Kings won a cup. The Lakers are the Lakers. They've been in complete dysfunction, but the Clippers at least have played okay. And they have one of the best teams in football that just went to the Super Bowl.
0: Angels have been in dysfunction.
1: That's Anaheim. No.
0: Oh, so that doesn't count. No, it doesn't count. Anaheim, L.A. doesn't count. Well, hold on. Oakland, San Francisco does.
1: Hold on a second.
0: Because, you know, the Angels used to be the Los they Angeles called, Angels of Anaheim.
1: <laughs> they are called the Los Angeles Angels, aren't they?
0: No, not anymore. No, they're just, I think, that they. Oh, you know what? No, they are now. That's right. They are the Los Angeles
1: Angels. But they play in yes. Anaheim, which is 45 yes. minutes away, by the way, for those of you that don't That's
0: know. only because of L.A. traffic.
1: No, 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 no. It's like 45 <laughs> minutes without traffic.
0: Nah, it's, no. like, it's like, it's just it's just. I 30. made
1: that drive at 6 o'clock in the morning, and there was not dick for traffic.
0: Which part of L.A. were you in? If you're coming from Beverly Hills, yeah, it's going to take you I while. was
1: actually coming from uh, Pasadena.
0: You're coming from Crenshaw. It's no, not taking you as long. I
1: coming from Pasadena. Pasadena's not L.A. It's 10 minutes! <laughs> Stop it! It's right. It's it is L.A. Stop it! Don't don't do that. The the people that have not familiarized with SoCal not have any idea. But Anaheim is not L.A. I don't care if you call them the L.A. Angels. But it doesn't matter. They suck. You have the Dodgers. I don't know why we're even talking about the Angels. They're just garbage. They have the best player in the league, but that's it. Literally nothing else.
0: Where's Chicago on this list? you have the Blackhawks oh, and yeah, a bunch of cups?
1: So Chicago would be the, the other one. The
0: Cubs won a championship.
1: You're automatically disqualified if you don't know what an NFL quarterback is. <laughs> Where's Dylan? We need to get him riled up. Oh, such he'll, he'll, he'll chime in. Oh, he will. When, he Jay Cutler, when Jay Cutler is the best quarterback in your franchise's history, it's probably not good. It's, it's not a good look. Not it's good.
0: Definitely not a good look.
1: But I didn't... Like, no one's even competing for check. this. It's just so, it's so far and away, Boston. Like, no one is even oh, yeah. competing for that's this. That's what I'm
0: trying to think. Who would be second? Like,
1: New York, New maybe. New York,
0: Giants got two Super Bowls. So, in a couple years. have had a couple AFC not, championship Not in 10 runs. years,
3: though. They only have one Super Bowl in 10 years.
0: Yeah. The Yankees haven't done anything in the last year No, decade. it's not
1: New York. Just nobody. It's, there's no competition. Boston's just hoarding everything. Honestly, the team that has the best claim does not have an NFL team, and that's Toronto. And Toronto has a soccer team. A really good the one. The Blue Jays you guys haven't done anything. Yeah, Toronto hasn't won anything. They haven't won, but they're winning. They're they're competing. <laughs> their baseball team was good. They suck now. The Maple Leafs are good. Obviously, the Raptors are in the finals. And their MLS team wins constantly. Which I know you guys don't care about, but it's they kind of have a football team. I mean, I would legitimately take Toronto's sports scene over most cities in America. NFL just... Races.
2: Yeah. I don't so know is,
3: is is Texas Rangers to Dallas?
0: Uh, yes. I was. Yeah, Rangers are. Yeah, Rangers are Dallas. So you got the Mavericks. Stars, the Stars haven't done anything. Cowboys. Mavericks were forever ago, but I yeah, guess the only champion can count it. is the Mavericks, and the Rangers got close. They mm. they went and lost to San Francisco.
1: Yeah. Honestly, like sitting here listing off these teams, and you realize, like, even though all of our teams are trash right now. Detroit is still such a great sports city, and we have the college teams to boot. Like we have two, oh absolutely, two elite elite colleges. That one.
0: No, two. yeah, you use combined as far as college and pros. It's and crazy. Detroit's always up there.
1: The only one that can compete is LA, on that in that regard. But all of our teams have been trash lately, LA's and ours. Pretty much. But they got UCLA and USC.
3: Who have both been trash.
1: <laughs> Who have both been trash. But in theory, it could be good. I mean, eventually.
3: Cleveland has a title in the World Series championship. It don't might they? be they Cleveland get those in the same year.
0: I mean, the no, the World Series appearance, lost in seven to the Cubs. Cleveland
3: doesn't oh, have that's a, a right. hockey yeah, team. Yeah, they didn't win. They don't have a hockey and, team, and now they have the Browns.
1: Like Cleveland is Cleveland, honestly, is is uh, has maybe the can't, best case, but they don't have a, a hockey team. Are you giving them Columbus? You know, I think on the Warriors alone, it's Oakland. <laughs> they
2: have to be <laughs> two. Like,
0: like I'm trying to think of a city that Oakland has doesn't just have three a football team just just like, like three or four championships in the city. You over can't this, like, if period. they're all
2: from
1: one team; it doesn't count. Why Miami is they have more overalls, the still. Because one team does not make a sports city.
0: But if we're counting the Bay Area, you got the you got the you know the Niners went to a Super Bowl. The Giants won a couple championships. World well
1: you wanted to put
3: Toronto in there and they don't have any championships from any of the teams.
1: It's not just about title. To me. To me it's not just about title.
0: I think it's the Bay Area and Chicago in that argument between Chicago's got four, three but for Cubs. I Black would take Hawks, Cleveland over
1: both of them, and they don't even have a hockey team. How? If How do you, do you have, have one
2: four, championship over four.
3: And in the last ten years the Bulls have at least been relevant. They haven't won or been to the finals. But they were close. How long ago was hey, they, that? MVP's? That seven
0: game series of the Celtics like ten years ago was phenomenal.
3: I think they're just right on the cusp of that uh, ten year line, probably <laughs> like, right like two thousand nine to 2012 like was their uh, were their years.
1: Man, if the Lions were ever good, Detroit would climb this list so fast. Oh God.
3: I mean, it's the so Pistons sad. have sucked for ten years. It's so sad. The, the Wings haven't been very good. The Wings have sucked for about four. The
0: Wings are
1: going to be fine, though. Like, the Wings will be good. The
3: Tigers have sucked for, what,
1: four years, five years?
0: Five years now, yeah, 2014 on, really.
1: Tigers and Wings, I have confidence that they'll both be good. Pistons, eh. It's the
0: Illich Corporation.
1: (laughs) Pistons need all the radical changes that I want to do to the NBA. The Pistons would really benefit from. Did
0: y'all know Mike Illich was on the top 500 and bottom 500 owners list in the same years like multiple times because of how bad the Tigers were? And how <laughs> good the were? That's
1: fantastic. That's fantastic. Oh,
3: Five hundred is, is so much. There's not even 500 total owners between the between maybe it was four 50. sports.
0: Maybe it was 50. <laughs> yeah, right Jesus Christ! Yeah. 50 like, every, everyone's sense. top 500.
3: Yeah, <laughs> pretty
2: much. Every, yeah, I think every it's single top and bottom 50. Every single oh, Packer shareholder my, is 500. was on both that. How did I miss 500? Five,
1: 500. 500. I don't know. It's,
0: about, it, it's not as bad as both Ryan and I missing you calling Isaiah Thomas IT as if that was his nickname ever.
3: I- IT. <laughs> there
1: you go, Dylan.
0: And then you ask, who's John Sally? Like You
1: Stop. You, 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 stop.
0: Just stop. Say, so, who?
1: <laughs> IT is a text abbreviation.
0: You said it like it was his nickname. You call LeBron James LJ? No, you say his whole name. Why? Because your tongue is up his ass. <laughs> LJ. <laughs> all right, well, despite Paul's bitching and moaning about how this has been too much basketball, our Grizzly takes are all around basketball. So, to start us off, we're going back a decade. You can only go back 10 years. Your most Enjoyable for you, just for you yourself, Paul Roshan, Ryan Griffin. Which out of these last 10 finals has been your most enjoyable to watch?
3: I mean, I like seeing LeBron lose a lot. Uh, (laughs) Hold on, what is our time? So, as 10 years,
0: a decade, last 10 finals, not including this year's. So, you know, 2018 to 2000 nine
1: and and there's no limits like we can use any of the finals no cop-out bullshit like you're doing no no cop-outs all right no you can't use this one uh
3: (laughs) no i mean it's probably 2011 because that is a series that i didn't expect the mavericks to win uh and then they did And the heat had the epic collapse in game two once they were i'm sorry when they were up one zero already and it was fantastic for me uh, I believe they were even up 2-1 in the series and then they just lost three straight games and man I was never so happy to see LeBron play so bad uh, and at the time I had created a Facebook page because I love doing that for my man <laughs> Brian the, the custodian cardinal so what was on the page and you could probably even still find it uh, like I'll put it in our Facebook uh, message chat but it was just a whole bunch of LeBron finals jokes like, LeBron calls Kobe, but there's no rings. You know, something something <laughs> along those lines. And you, man, you get a ton of hate for that. Like, people thought it was the actual Brian Cardinal posting. Like, he would ever post anything like that. Like, think of, like, how immature I am now. Like, even back in 2011, like, it was so much worse. And people were coming at me like I was this NBA player. Um, but I watched, like, the finals interview with them. And I love the nickname, The Custodian. And everything else in that series, uh, Tyson Chandler played a huge part, I was a big fan of Jason Kidd, Deshaun Stevenson, uh, trash-talking LeBron, and pretty much his entire career, Jason Terry getting the tattoo of the title on his bicep before the series started, um, and you know taking shots at LeBron and then backing it all up, was beautiful for me. Um, a close second is probably Kobe going back to back and beating the Celtics but number 1 for me is uh is the 2011 finals cuz I really don't think we'll see another finals team like that for a very long time where you only have one superstar and then a whole bunch of other, you know, just kind of role players taking down kind of the first of the uh, the arranged super teams as opposed to you know the like the one in Boston they got traded together uh, but the super team that came together and they weren't going to win not one not two not three yada 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 <laughs> and then they fell uh, fell flat on their face the first year that was, that was sweet
0: that is absolutely grisly for me I was absolutely rooting for Dallas in that one uh, to get revenge from 2006 when I thought it was a travesty of justice, the way that the refs handled that series with Miami, where you literally couldn't even breathe on Dwayne Wade without getting a foul called on you. Um, my boy Jason Terry, Arizona Wildcat, what up? Was on that Dallas Mavericks roster. Actually got, I believe, a championship tattoo. Do you get it before the finals?
3: Yep. Yeah, absolutely before the got season. It before.
0: Like something it no, might have I, been before the season. Like it I was don't know if it was ridiculous. before the
3: season. I thought it was before the series. But it was definitely yeah. It was
0: definitely was before the finals that he got a championship tattoo with twenty eleven world champs on it. Uh, Jason Kidd got his finally. Sean Marion got his finally. Dirk obviously finally got his. You had Paige Soyakovich finally getting. You had all these guys that have been in the league for so long finally getting theirs. And it wasn't even just that. It was at my full on. Screw LeBron, I'm Kobe all day, like period. Where LeBron just melted down in that finals at the end and just blew the game away and blew the finals away. And I remember I was even talking to you about this. I was watching something where it was the final minute of each championship series over the last like thirty years or something. And I forgot Dirk was like sick as all hell or something because he walked right off the court while the championship yeah. celebrations going on. He's like, nope,
2: Those I'm not having this. I'm out of
0: here. And can you imagine you being for that long in the in the league? And you finally get it, and you feel like such crap that you can't even be out there to celebrate with your boys.
3: And LeBron and Dwayne Wade mocking him. Get out of here. <laughs> Losing. I'm going to surprise And then you LeBron guys. told everyone to go back to their shitty lives.
0: Yeah, see, I didn't like that just because it made, all of a sudden, Dwayne Wade was like a bad guy. And like, Dwayne Wade was never a bad guy.
1: <laughs> Dwayne Wade's always been dirty. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to talk about the 06 final, so I'm going to say grizzly to this for a myriad of reasons. But it's a shame that it had to happen this way. I hate this series just because of what people think about it. It's just so inaccurate how it went down. If people think that the Mavs weren't flat out the better team, which is just ridiculous. They were far and away the better team. The Heat were nowhere near ready to play as a team at that level. They were not yet. They, they took time. You do not just put these players together and go win a title. It is crazy. How good they were and how close they got to even push it that far. They were not there yet. This was the universe writing itself. 06 was a sham. Absolute atrocity of we're going to take Dwayne Wade, who I like Dwayne Wade a lot, and we're just going to send him to the free throw line 37 times a game and we're just going to this is going to be the finals. And Uh, they said, F Dirk, F the Mavs. We're just going to hand this trophy to the Heat. They got Shaq and D-Wade, and they can have a trophy. So this was just the universe kind of fixing itself. Dirk finally got his title, and it was great team basketball. It was wonderful to watch. Uh, Mavs have always been a fun team to watch. Big Mark Cuban fan, and the aftermath of that is really when I became a Mark Cuban fan. Uh, I loved everything about that except... The narrative. The narrative was just miserable and wrong, empathetic, impredictable. But this one is grisly. It was a fantastic series.
0: Speaking of the universe correcting itself. So I was able to go just far enough back in this. And this was by chance. I just said decade, didn't think of anything, just said decade, so we keep it semi-relevant. But my boy. Kobe one of the greatest of all time stuck in this miserable hell of crap teammates in Los Angeles after 2004 up until 2008 when the greatest of all time in everything that is considered basketball Jerry West helped us out one more time and sent Pau Gasol to Hollywood and in 2008 they run up against the Boston Celtics and pow was not ready for kg kg was ready for his championship and boston took la to the woodshed especially in game six 131 to 92 and i will never forget that because it hurts me daily 2009 my boy kobe balls out like 35 points a game destroys dwight howard in the finals in five games lakers are back on track and then we got 2010 where everyone in Boston is bitching about 09 because KG's knee injury took the Boston Celtics out of it, so it wasn't going to be a rematch like it should have been. And now here's your rematch: and it's Kobe and the Lakers, KG, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, and the Boston Celtics. And it is NBA royalty. Up and down. Every commercial. Everything was taken advantage of these two teams. You got Magic and Bird. You got Russell and Wilt. All this stuff they want to show you. And it's always Boston, 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 Boston. The last two teams. Last time these two teams faced off in a seven-game series. 1984. Larry Bird gets his revenge on Magic Johnson. For the 1979 championship. Michigan State over Indiana State. And now we are 30 years later. And we are Celtics. Lakers, seven-game series, everything I wanted out of it. Two teams beating the living crap out of each other, especially in Game 7 when the refs actually let them play. And my man got one more than Shaq. I got the greatest post-game presser of all time, Ron Artest. And if you haven't watched it, Google Ron Artest Game 7 NBA Finals press conference. It is one of the greatest things you will ever see. And our generation got to be a piece of this history that the NBA has really been built on, which has been Celtics and Lakers, and a seven-game series that hadn't happened in 30-plus years between the two greatest dynasties in all of the NBA. And finally, the right team came out on top.
1: Cuddly. Ridiculously cuddly. Yeah, no. It was predictable. How is it predictable? Uh, what? How is it predictable? I'm sorry, what team did you just pick is the best final series?
0: Oh, predictable for me. Well, yeah, I said most enjoyable for us individually. Where did you think I was going to go?
1: Well, I mean, on that grounds, none of these can <laughs> be cuddly. Right? But right. I'm going to say cuddly.
0: Grizzlies for all.
1: I'm going to say cuddly as hell. <laughs> because that series was a sham. Kobe's a bitch. <laughs> and they did not deserve to win that series.
0: I don't know why you stopped going to the paint, Boston. <laughs>
3: That one was grizzly for me. I was happy to see Kobe get five, one more than Shaq. Tell me how my ass tastes. Yeah. <laughs> and that obviously they played two two finals in three years. But wasn't that the finals where LA blew a game after winning, they're leading by like 25?
0: No, that was in '08. That was ah. game four in LA.
3: Gotcha. Yeah, that was uh, that was crazy. But I enjoyed seeing Kobe. Another one. Kobe's all, all, always been. One of my favorite players, and as much as I loved Dwight Howard the year before, and the fact that they beat LeBron to get to the finals, it was kind of disappointing seeing him go up against the Magic, even though I did love that Magic team because I wanted him to get his revenge back on the Celtics because I thought the Lakers were going to win in 08. Um, you know, obviously, they don't. As Paul just said, teams don't come together the first year and win, except for the Boston Celtics that did just that. Um <laughs> But it's just another excuse for LeBron, which is fine. But regardless, that uh, that Kobe Finals was beautiful, and that's uh, I think that's another year where I wanted to see Kobe and LeBron in the Finals. And you remember the Nike puppets? That. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite commercials.
0: Oh ever. god, the Nike puppets were amazing. Damn uh, it, LeBron! Yeah, the,
3: you just couldn't get them. Yeah, the Nike puppets were all a, were all a ploy to get them in the Finals together. Um, but Kobe's talking about my five championship rings. Each one represents one of these cookies. Um, <laughs> he's just eating them in LeBron's face. And, like, Kobe's walking somberly through the uh, through the house. And then when he gets to the next room, LeBron's not in. He's just confetti everywhere. So those are beautiful. And that series gave us those commercials. So that's, uh, that's absolutely grisly. Paul's it's
2: talking, predictable, I
1: can't hear that. as I said, Matt's was. Mine is going to be even more so and I it's 2016 uh. and I know I already know Matt is going to hate all over this but I don't I'm not even going to go in depth on it it's simple it is one of the best final series I've ever seen period it's the only as everybody well knows, yeah it was
0: scripted it should be and, uh,
1: stop stop as everyone knows is the only final series that a 3-1 lead was blown Every single game game down the stretch was hype. And you got a player in LeBron James, obviously the best basketball player in the world, but demonstrating just how absurdly dominant that he could be. Leading every single player in all five statistical categories. By far, not even remotely debatable, the best Playoff series in NBA history. It was just watching. I mean, you just. You watch history unfold. Every final series. Our champion is being crowned. Of course. But that was all time. And you add in everything else. Taking down. The 73 win team. That broke the Chicago Bulls record. Most games in NBA history. Coming back to Cleveland. And doing it there. The incredible moments in that series, from the block to Kyrie shot to Kevin Love's surprising defense to the role player stepping up at key moments, that series had a little bit of everything. The comebacks, the storylines, the absolute best player on the planet showing just how good he was. It, it, everything came together, and it was that's as good as I've seen the NBA since the early 2000s.
3: That one's cuddly. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy the comeback. I didn't enjoy Draymond getting suspended. And I just didn't want, obviously, the Cavs to win that series. But I've been a bigger fan of, like, three or four guys on the Warriors at that point than I was of, uh, of LeBron anyway. So it was a great series. But personally, for me, it was not fun to watch.
0: It's cuddly as all hell. It's absolutely scripted. You suspend a man for getting stepped over by your freaking goat who had no business being suspended for game five and in game five Andrew Bogut suffers a season-ending knee injury in the second half which killed the momentum that the Warriors had because he was a huge part of them taking a 3-1 series lead Andrew Bogut was a huge part of them taking a 3-1 lead in that series go back and watch he was their stabilizing force in the paint he was a huge part of that team and that gets forgotten because of all the other crap that happened in this series that never should have happened because freaking Draymond should have played in game five. It should have ended in five, whether Bogut had a knee injury or not. And we should be talking about the Warriors going for their fifth straight championship right now. But instead, the NBA steps in because their golden boy is getting mollywhopped. They're down 3-1 in a series that everyone thought was going to be a series after last year when LeBron had no help and it was a semi-series. But no. LeBron and co. come out and get whooped by 15, whooped by 33, whooped by 20 in three of the first four games. And all of a sudden, NBA says, well, wait, we can't have this. We can't have, oh wait, oh look, Draymond swung his arm. Let's suspend him. Get, get out of here. Cuddly. (laughs) And my saltiness will end now as we go to our second topic at Grizzly Takes, which is the best finals performance in this past decade by a non-finals MVP but you can't use LeBron in 2015 because that's just obvious that that man did on a you know it should he should have been the second man ever to win finals MVP without winning the finals for what he did in 2015 for that Cavs team that I'll give him his credit for 16 is a bunch of crap anyway Ryan who is your best non-finals MVP performance over the last decade
3: I mean I guess if you're not going to give it to LeBron in 15 I don't want to give it to LeBron at all because I don't think you should I don't believe in giving the finals MVP to a player who their team didn't win um, but if you're going for a team that didn't win I mean you could just say LeBron last year and then you'll probably you know be you right um but yeah, and obviously he didn't win Finals MVP, but his numbers were still outstanding, and they couldn't stop him specifically. It's just the the team was uh was way too much. But I mean, last year he's was pretty incredible in the finals too.
0: You said LeBron last year.
3: Yeah, is this uh? I Sorry, you cut that out on my end. Yeah, LeBron last year. Uh,
0: that's tough. Because he played great, but so did Steph. Steph balled out in that series, and it gets, it gets somewhat forgotten because of what KD did. But it's every year for that Cavs team. It's LeBron and everybody else. I mean, so it has to be Grizzly because without LeBron, that Cavs team is probably a first-round exit if they even make the playoffs um, and what he did carrying them to four straight finals. Has to be commended. I don't care how bad the East really is, because they were really bad. He is that good, and he made them that good just by being on the floor with them. So, yeah, it's Grizzly.
3: Yeah, 34, 9, and 10 were his stats. Did you just say 44?
1: 34.
3: 34.
1: Jesus, I was like, what? No way. No. Um, I'm actually no, going He scored say...
3: 51 in the first game, though.
0: 44, they might have actually gone to game six.
1: I'm going to say... Game six. They only went
0: to yeah. game four. I don't know. I'm saying if he averaged 10 more points per game, they might have actually gotten some. Well, I'm that.
1: actually going to say this one was cuddly. Um, the series was over after Jared Smith forgot what the score was. Uh, you Mentally, Cleveland was done. <laughs> and LeBron <laughs> checked out. He put up stats because he is the greatest <laughs> player in the world. But mentally, he knew that series was lost and he acted like it and maybe his hand one of my was hurt
0: favorite st- pictures of all time
1: if you it, it kind of <laughs> oh felt, his his
3: fake broken hand
1: well it sounded like an excuse afterwards and i definitely wasn't broken but if you look at film and the statistics it does back up that he probably did have a hand injury but their biggest problem was that series so like kobe every season that series was mentally over after game 1 and he put up stats because that's what he does, but you got swept. I mean, this isn't even – I think your take about not giving the MVP to a loser is just absurd, but you got swept and you
3: – Weren't valuable they, they, enough.
1: They really packed it in after game one. So I'm, I'm actually going to say cuddly to this I, I one. Because there has been so many, and I don't think we were limited on this, there has been so many just absurdly great finals performances that players didn't get MVPs. I you can't put this up there with them.
3: This is the the great like the great. Like find another final series where a player played that well and didn't get MVP or even philosophy for that matter.
0: I don't know. All I know is that that game, that blunder by J.R. Smith gave us one of the greatest pictures of all time with LeBron double-handed whining. So it's one year out of the realm, so it doesn't count. But I legitimately think that the 2008 Finals MVP belongs to Kevin Garnett because I, he was beyond the stats that much more important to that Boston Celtics team winning a championship. Literally embarrassed Paul Gasol, who wasn't ready for him and made all the difference in the world in that series. Um, gave it to Pierce, who averaged 22, 5, and 6. KG averaged 18 and 13. Uh, but I just thought he was that much of a difference maker. But my biggest grievance one, and even though it went to my boy Iguodala, who averaged 16 points, 6 rebounds, and 4 assists, Steph Curry, who averaged over 25 points per game, and five rebounds and, five, and over six assists per game. I understand Iggy was a huge reason for shutting down LeBron better than anyone had in that series. But that was Steph's, you know, even with the messed up ankle, he was still the, you know, he was the engine that made that train go. And that man deserved that finals MVP. Especially now when you look at the fact that with KD joining, he hasn't gotten one yet. And this is a two-time MVP, a unanimous MVP Who had his first one taken away because a guy played better defense than anyone else? Still wasn't great defense because it was LeBron, but better defense than anyone else on the Warriors that year and helped them win that first championship in 40 years.
1: I mean, this one's just absurdly cuddly. There is no realm. He didn't. No. Curry wasn't that good. He was honestly. 26
0: points per game, not good. Five rebounds, six assists a game, not good. Okay.
1: Disappointment.
0: That series. I would love for my starting point guard to put up 26, 5, and 6 a game.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I don't know what Paul's talking about. Uh, it's Grizzly. True shooting percentage, 59. Uh, 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 effective field goal percentage, 55. Uh, I think you already read it off. What was it? 25, 6, and 7. 26, 5, and 6. Uh, very. It's, it's almost a crime that he didn't win. The Finals MVP that year because Iguodala held LeBron James to 36 points, 13 boards, and nine assists.
1: My man just came on here and said that LeBron should have won that MVP, and I, then is gonna turn I didn't around. say
3: he should have won it.
1: No, not you. I
3: think the player yeah, who won Matt it should have won it.
1: Matt did. <laughs> oh, and then is gonna turn around and be like, "But Steph, man, Steph." If you're giving
0: it to the winning team, which you are, you give it to their best player. And their best player was
1: Steph Curry. Yeah,
3: Steph should have went over the Goodala. Be gone.
1: You guys, the biggest reason that yours are cuddly is kind of recency bias. And I don't know why. I mean, I had no time today to prepare. And I was like, this answer is easy. But I'm sure that if you guys dug even a little bit, you would find plenty of performances to MVP to non-MVPs that eclipsed anything that you guys have discussed today the number one far and away is Jerry West in 1969 and this is not remotely close this dude averaged 38 points a game 38 points a game and they didn't have a three-point shot he did that without a three-point shot 38 points a game Seven and a half assists a game and still came down with five rebounds on top of that. This man carried his team so hard and the Lakers just fell short to the Boston Celtics. Four to three.
0: I mean, I did say in the last decade, but that's okay.
1: You did not. You did not say that. No, I said that. I didn't type it. Man, you cannot do that to me. (laughs) You cannot change it when we get on air.
0: You tried dropping NFL stuff on us. That wasn't even in the prep.
3: No, it's okay. It was 38, 5, and 7 is somehow better than 34, 9, and 10 on better efficiency. Get out of here.
1: Come, Can we drop the 34, 9, complete, and
3: 10? The, the LeBron. Games, the year.
1: games are oh, so okay. – we talked about last year. I mean, it's ridiculous.
3: You just said no one's come close to this man who had worse numbers on less efficient shooting.
1: Last year doesn't count. You They got swept. And you literally he's completely planned? checked out after the first game. Was. What he else won, you final, he won
3: finals MVP that year.
1: Are you kidding, Paul? Jerry West. Oh, no. No, I thought it. Hold on, wait. Hold is, on. Is that the, is that the one year
0: yeah, that a guy? Yeah, that's the one year they lost, MVP? and he won the that would series. Make sense. Those are good. Those are good numbers. You should win Finals MVP. Oh wait, he did. It's you know amazing that, you know, that in your short amount of time of doing research, yeah, you missed the fact you, that he actually. You no, know I, did I didn't do research. I didn't do research. That's the got problem.
3: That,
1: that is the problem.
3: Dylan, you know, who got robbed is so that easy. year. John Havlicek.
1: 11, and four. 28-11-4 on the winning team. Yeah.
2: That's mm-hmm. pretty
1: good. That's pretty good. So how far were we supposed to go back? 10 years?
0: No. I mean, I said it. Well, I mean, let, let's just
3: keep it easy. You were supposed to pick a non-finals MVP. <laughs> <laughs> so you I know just. You who should have won finals MVP? Kevin Durant last year.
1: I should. I should. I should have done. I should have looked up literally anything but I just knew Jerry West had like the greatest fucking losing performance how, how prior did you find the numbers games.
3: without finding that he was finals MVP
1: oh no I looked up his specific numbers after but I just all literally all I looked up was the 69 finals numbers I didn't look up like anything about it I just disaster complete disaster <laughs> No, I'm sad I'm really sad No. Why Will
3: Chamberlain only average 12 points? 12 points and 25 boards.
1: Alright, I gave I gave Ryan shit for using someone that got swept. But a gentleman sweep does not count. They still won a game. So it's okay.
3: We're good. Didn't you say it counted earlier when we were talking about Oklahoma City? No,
1: no, that's different context. Different context. Completely different context. In this context, it's completely different. Now, Matt threw a curveball out there. Earlier, he did not give us a time frame. He did not say the last decade like he did just now. So mine goes back a little bit further, but it was this millennia at least. It was in the 2000s. And mine is Allen Iverson. And a lot of people are going to hate on this because it was extremely, (laughs) extremely inefficient. I understand that. I know that it was an inefficient finals for Allen Iverson. I know that he <laughs> shot less than thirty percent from deep. Jesus! Allen Iverson single-handedly carried that team to the finals with zero help of any kind. The third best player on that team. The third best player on the team was Eric Snow. Think about God, that for right a second. Damn right it was. The third best player on that team was Eric Snow. Think about that for a second. That's a floor general. There there was one player that the Lakers had to worry about. One. One player. And he still dropped 36 points a game. You're crazy. Mutombo averaged 17 and 12. And?
0: Saying that AI had no help. That's your number two. Yeah. He averaged a double-double. What do you want from your number two? He was also like seventy years old at the time. He was old. He was. I, he was probably like thirty-five. But
3: I but I was told last week thirty-three wasn't that old. So a whole bunch of depends
1: on it depends on what your game 19. is. If you if you just gotta box out and catch a ball, you can do that till you're old. It's fine.
3: It de- it depends on what your age is. If you're thirty-three, you're old playing basketball. Who said that? Who said that? Ryan. Did. What do you mean?
0: No, we weren't talking about Iggy. We were talking about Sean
3: Livingston. Yeah. Well,
1: Sean Livingston looks like he's Matt's 50.
3: Matt said thirty three isn't so. that old. No, and it's
2: now not thirty four. He looks,
1: he looks and like he got he's, four years off. He looks like he's fifty. But anyways, <laughs> so he's really 30, you know twenty nine. <laughs> For Allen Iverson to put up the points he did. To make that yeah, do. even somewhat competitive when he was the only guy that they possibly had to key on. And to give us one of the all-time great finals moments, stepping over Tyron Lue, which is wonderful. In a Game 1 victory that absolutely nobody saw coming, it was a losing effort. They got waxed by the Lakers. He was extremely inefficient, but you could not find many other players in league history they could have put up the numbers that he did and play with the heart that he did against that team. I mean, they had less than zero chance of that being a competitive series. And I was extremely <laughs> impressed by what he did.
0: They had more guys average double digits than the Lakers did. The Lakers only had two guys average double digits,
1: but that is uh
3: as wildly Cuddy, cuddly, Cuddy, wildly, wildly kid Cuddy.
0: 28% well, I mean, put
3: Paul might as well be man on the moon with, takes like this. But the man who did win finals MVP, Shaquille O'Neal, averaged only three less points. So it was thirty six to 33, 10 more rebounds, sixteen to six. And Shaq even somehow managed what the, to be a more Shaq,
1: what does Shaq have to do with this? Shaq doesn't have anything to do with this. He's the, he was the finals MVP! But that's not the question. It's not that Allen Iverson should have won the MVP over him. It was best performances by a non MVP. He's got Shaq God. was in every single one of his final series, was just absurdly, ridiculously good.
3: That's true. That's still not the best finals performance. But that's true.
1: I mean, I'll but
2: never then, take yeah, anything
3: well, only, from Shaq. He only shot 40% from the field. 41. That's 73 that's like from the line. Goddamn. damn. <laughs> no, Iverson's my favorite player, so don't disparage him. <laughs> but, no, that's not the best finals <laughs> performance ever. It might be the best run to get to the final. Or it might be the... The worst team to take to the final. Hold on,
1: hold on a second. Hold on, stop. Kobe only shot 40% that series. Stop. Stop right there. What? Lies. What do you mean lies? Bullshit lies. I'm looking at it.
3: Kobe shot 42. There you go.
1: 41.5. But. You don't round. You you never rounded in your life until now. Kobe also had more more rebounds and more assists.
2: Listen, I am
1: all about rounding, but this man has never rounded in his life before, and... That means AI shot forty-one. So suck it.
3: I just said he shot forty-one.
1: Oh, I thought you said forty. Matt said forty. Then. At this point, he shot forty-one percent, and Kobe shot forty-two. Like it's not Kobe's like it's some higher. absurd difference. Kobe shot fifty-one the next year. Except Al- Allen Iverson did it while taking way more goddamn shots. Kobe shot fifty-one
0: and fifty-five percent from three the next year against the Nets.
1: I not We're not talking about next year. And Kobe took like. Literally, Kobe took. So this is how this is how absurd this was. Allen Iverson had hundred and sixty-two field goal attempts. That was so, Kobe had that, hundred and seventy-five.
0: The next. Oh, wait, that's minutes plays. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, that's a lot of shots for a four-game sweep <laughs> over the Nets.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson took more shots than the next three players on his team combined. Combined. Well, he had to. Did you see who was on
0: his That's team? That's the
1: point. For him to be able to do what he
3: did that doesn't make it and a,
1: carry that make
0: It doesn't
3: load. make the best finals performance.
0: AI is lucky that Vince Carter decided to go to his graduation because his mom for – his, for his mom and dad or whatever. AI – is lucky as all hell because that Toronto team was better. Would have been a better series. The disrespect
1: is ridiculous, honestly. Except
0: Kobe got to go home and win it in front of Philadelphia and give them all a finger, so that was good. <laughs> All right. Well, tonight's been the episode where Paul has lost his damn mind, thinking Isaiah Thomas's nickname was IT instead of the Dukes. i Not knowing that. who John Salley is, no, 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 no. and the fact stop, that he stop, thinks Allen no, Iverson no, should be hell Finals no. MVP. I'm
1: not going to let this play. So we're just going to end this on this I note never right here. Because so, I don't Isaiah hear anything Thomas's being said by anyone else right now. IT, so for Paul Roshan, Ryan Griffin, I- and the
0: absentee Dylan Bear, I am Matt Bazin. Thank you for listening to Sports Chronicles. We'll be back next week with more NBA Finals. We might have a Stanley Cup champion. Who knows? We might even have Dylan back. I you guys said, listening. I clearly we'll said I know week. who
1: this man is.